welcome. We are my side of the fence. Two neighbors doing their best in a pandemic. I'm Trisha, and as always, my co-host here virtually with me is Caitlin. Woohoo! Social distancing for the win. For the win. If you guys are not aware, uh, uh, episode three here, we are two neighbors that get together virtually once a week and talk about life. So, Caitlin, how's your day and week been going so far? You know, better today. The last couple days, I've actually um, been trying to get over. I guess I have migraines now. That's a thing that happens. Have never had them before, but apparently, if you're stressed out enough for long enough and you don't sleep, um, <laughs> because the world is gestures um, wildly around, uh, apparently, that's a thing I get now. Yeah, I was getting like spasms behind my eyes and light was terrible and just headaches all around. So like a big old baby, I had to go take a big long nap over the weekend, which was just me sleeping on and off for like two and a half days. Uh, So still kind of getting over that. But otherwise, not terrible, all things considered. Medication is is delicious. (laughs) And I've actually (laughs) I was able to talk my husband into ordering Lots of yummy takeout from local restaurants over the weekend because I didn't feel good. And when I don't feel good, I should just get what I want, which is Absolutely. food, which is like brunch from Fresh Press. That's basically what I want <laughs> when I don't feel good. So Honestly, same. I get it. I just want to lay crawl into a hole and sleep in the dark, cold hole until everything goes away and stops hurting. <laughs> it's it's bonkers to me and i've never understood this until this weekend that the blackout curtains i have are not enough no sometimes <laughs> and it was very bright well see the trick uh, <laughs> is you have to make sure they don't say room darkening that they are complete blackout because if they say room darkening they're lying bitches they're blackout <laughs> curtains they are they they have all the extra layers of stuff in them and they just were not not fucking cutting it trisha right Oh, you're preaching you to know, the choir. These are, these are <laughs> desperate times, and I demand, like, you know, have you ever seen The Holiday? Oh, yeah. You know when, when Kate Winslet, she she's living in What's-Her-Bucket's house in L.A., and yeah. like, it's got all the buttons, <laughs> and she, like, <laughs> makes all the windows go up, and it's like, oh, God! Like, that's what it felt like, literally, yeah. like, every moment of my weekend. Oh, yeah. Oh, I get it, yeah. As a chronic migraine sufferer, I completely empathize. They fucking suck. I've had to, like, call out of work. I've had to just go home early. I've had to cancel plans, because when it's that bad and you feel like your eyeballs both exploding and popping out of your head and somehow melting at the same time, it you just you gotta do what you gotta do. I invested in a sleep mask, like, one of those mm. like, old-fashioned breakfast at Tiffany-style just to keep an extra layer over my eyes. It I thought sucks of to get ordering one of those. Yeah, I thought of ordering one of those gel ones that you can put in the fridge. And then I realized that I would have to look at my computer to order it. And oh. I was like, that's way too much effort. And so I didn't. <laughs> but now that I've reminded myself, I'm going to. Yes. Yeah, I, I definitely, as a non-chronic migraine sufferer, I definitely overestimated the amount of things I thought I was going to get done this weekend. I, like, left work a little early on Friday, but I was like, I'm taking my laptop home, so I'm definitely going to get caught up on all this stuff that I'm just kind of, like, dumping at my desk uh, right now. Uh-huh. But didn't get any of it done over the weekend. Totally Which is completely that, fair. Admitting that. Yeah. 
I get it. So that was that was my weekend. It was unpleasant and don't want to do that again. So I mean, definitely the the theme for this week is actually working on self care to avoid such scenarios. Oh yeah. Take it from me, person who has a peripheral headache constantly <laughs> today, but didn't have to wear sunglasses at work. So an upset that you should self-care and we'll talk about some of the ways to do that we'll cover just you know what kind of what's going on in colorado this week because there have been developments yeah it wasn't super great on my side either (laughs) on friday i was officially laid off from my job permanently lost it like so friday was not great with a capital n and a capital t but it's been slowly better (laughs) i'll figure it out eventually but it just sucks a lot right now they didn't have there was yeah not much they could do, and I understand. It just sucks. So, <laughs> but it's been progressively yeah. better. Uh, I baked ca- like three cakes this weekend, so <laughs> that's how yeah, I that's processed it. <laughs> that's definitely, I mean, you weren't eating three cakes, so no, I. But I did eat. I did did eat like three quarter, a quarter, or half of one. Wow, two quarters or a half. <laughs> like the three day weekend. Because yeah. Friday counts because time's a flat circle. Yeah. And that's fine. You can have a cake if you want. You can have a cake if you want to. <laughs> you can leave your cake leave behind. Leave your friends behind. Because <laughs> it's social distancing and that's what you should do in these you trying times. Do. Karen. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Karen. Sorry, I'm, saying, I'm saying a racial slur right now, guys. Sorry. Oh, how dare you. <laughs> Just... <laughs> <laughs> Also, yesterday was my kid's birthday. That was another thing that was going Yay! On. Happy Sorry, birthday! My brain, my brain is still aligning itself back to what it should be. But yeah, we had a we had a Zoom birthday party, which was a disaster. Hot, hot tip. Make sure that your relatives, including your older relatives, not, you know, not that they don't know how to do things. I bet I'm sure they do lots of things really well. One thing that none of them on the Zoom call the other night were good at was being on a birthday Zoom call with my child. (laughs) Because the way like Zoom works is, you know, (laughs) whoever's talking is the one that like pops up on the screen. Unless you like click it. Yeah. And so half of them were shouting that like, oh, well, somebody else is on the screen and didn't put it together that that was the person that was talking. Yeah. And then some of them couldn't turn on their mics and then some of them didn't have their sound on. It was a whole thing. And I just recommend that if you have the opportunity and you're in a position where you have to do a Zoom party with multiple members of your family and friends, that at least someone on the other side knows how to use a computer. <laughs> it's helpful. Yeah, it's helpful. No, I mean, I think I think my kid didn't notice because he was very excited about the fact that he had something sticking out of his cake that was on fire <laughs> and he got to blow it out. He was really excited about that because he's very little. And he understands it now a- as opposed to last year. Yeah. Last year was like a cupcake that he just <laughs> went to town on. And I oh, think yeah. it was like last year it was like a red cupcake too. So it was like it was like red velvet or something. So it just looked like he was Daenerys Targaryen. Like it was the that. best. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> It looked like, and it like, oh, that's what it was. It was a Mickey Mouse cake. Yeah, because of and, course, that's on brand. Uh huh. But it was like red velvet. So there's just these pictures of this kid like looking like a monster demon baby. So this year he understood a little more what was going on, which was great. But yeah, the the Zoom aspect was rough. <laughs> and I got like messages from everybody involved afterwards, like wanting their own special Zoom session because, of especially course. when. 
all the grandparents and family members are not only, I mean, about half of them are live out of town, a little more than half live out of town. On top of that, they all want like their own private audience. And I'm like, this child has an attention span that is not going to work for your Zoom meeting. Yeah. Like he's got too many meetings, too many uh, prior engagements. You know, he's he's got to be a Zoom potato, like real bad. If any of us are going to be still my goal for a meeting. (laughs) <laughs> I've seen some really, you know, actually, that's one thing I've seen that I've really enjoyed on the internet this week. I know we were talking off mic about what are good things we've seen in the world this week, because this week has not been very good overall, and we have to try to, like, balance with some good things. One thing that I have enjoyed quite muchly, that even, like, the corporate branding is starting to get in on, for better or for worse, is uh, coming up with, like, Zoom backgrounds for things. Yeah. And there were some really cool Batman the Animated Series ones that I saw earlier today. And some with just, like, various people, like, doing things behind you <laughs> and uh, that were humorous. And then there was the one that was the background from that guy that was on the BBC getting interviewed a couple years ago where his kid came in the back yes. of the frame. <laughs> and so, like, every time since, yeah, every time since that guy's been on the BBC, like, it, they always get crazy ratings whenever he gets interviewed again because everyone logs on waiting to see who's going to be showing up in yeah who's going to show up in the background and so when i saw that that one made me laugh a lot so yeah i need to download some of those because i actually do i am working on site at my, my job because healthcare but i do have aspects of my job that can be done remote and so i really want to download some non-offensive zoom backgrounds there was the office um, yeah the office building from scranton that was one of them from the U.S. office, so that was pretty exciting. But yeah, I want to download some of those. That's going to be one of my little self-care goals this week. I don't use Zoom that much. However, I did see one where it was that meme of the guy with the girlfriend that are walking yes. away, and then the girl that's, that yeah! <laughs> yeah, I saw that one, and I was very excited about it. Right, I would I would do that one. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure my boss would love that. Oh, sure. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and like I was saying a little earlier, Colorado has been seeing some updates over the last week. Trisha, did you did you keep track of what was going on for today? Because I think today, the Tuesday, the twenty seventh. No, I don't know what day it is. Is today Tuesday the twenty seventh? It is not Tuesday the twenty eighth. Yeah. Oh my god, it's the twenty eighth. So what day is it? No, wait. Da 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 da. It's Tuesday the 28th, which means actually yesterday in some counties, Douglas County being one of them, some of the restrictions, some of the strictest restrictions for social distancing were lifted. And they, there's, what's the name for that initiative again? Uh, The safer at home order. So it's basically the same thing as stay at home, except like you can go out, but you still have to practice social distancing more of the, uh, more of the service industry is opening back up as far as like as on the first uh, hair salons nail beauty salons of any kind tattoo parlors places like that will be opening up on the first officially for business a lot of places they're allowed to open now but they have to give themselves time to refill their stock of like ppe because mm-hmm. the, the protocol now for when you're getting those things done is the people that are doing them is you still have to wear masks gloves etc etc which, well, and a lot of nail good. salons in particular had donated a lot of their supplies to yeah. healthcare workers. Shout so, out to Nove I mean, Boutique. Nove! Nove! Right off of, Nove! Uh, they were right off of, uh, what, Arapaho and 225. They were delightful, delightful folk. Yeah, I think it's Arapaho Parker. Either way, 
amazing place. Caitlin and I got our nails done there right before. It is Arapahoe and Parker, you're right. But yeah, it's it was a nice little place and we found out a couple weeks after we went there last that they had donated actually a lot of their, their masks and gloves to the event at Mile High Stadium that was for healthcare workers. So hopefully, you know, places like that are able to get on the back on their feet really quickly, but still maintain those social distancing protocols so that they stay safe as well. Exactly. I think that's the thing that a lot of people actually still were very concerned about because despite the fact that yesterday was the start to reopen date for some counties, Denver, uh, Arapahoe, Adams, and Jefferson counties are going to remain closed until at least May 8th. And that means just kind of the same as it's been for the last few weeks, nothing else opening up, your hobbies, lobbies, and such are going to remain closed in those counties. And Bennigan's. <laughs> ben- Bennigan's remains closed because it's not in business in Colorado anymore. Um, that's that's come what at they me want me to think. Come at me, Bennigan's. That, come at me, Bennigan's. Yeah. Hashtag. I, it, it, hashtag come at me, Bennigan's. I just want to start fights with... You know that the uh, the TGI Fridays near Park Meadows Mall turned into a Hooters a couple of years ago? And I didn't yeah. notice for like a really, really long time. What does that tell you about Fridays? <laughs> it was... <laughs> I don't know why I thought of that. The one at it, the like, Aurora Mall stayed open far longer than the other ones that shut down. Like, right? it just closed before we moved to neighborhoods. That's like, good bonkers. for them, I guess. <laughs> they, were, they were hanging. I remember TGI Fridays was... There, there was one in D.C. actually, really close to the, the my campus... Uh, for undergrad and we would go there and the apps they had the app deal that was like an app and it was an app to split and you get an entree and a dessert and it was all like that for like ten dollars a person or something like that yeah. and so we would we would jam on that pretty hard so i'm just yes. throwing back some nostalgia here for tgi fridays or come at me fridays Come at me Fridays. Didn't they have like a whole line of Guy Fieri like foods for a while? I think so. I and they did. also have, you can get most of their appetizers in the frozen section at grocery stores, I think still. Yeah. <laughs> so you Speaking need of a- Guy Fieri, yeah. I'm pretty sure that he's continued to be a relatively decent person who does decent things. And he has. Makes me happy. I believe, was he working with Chef Andres? feeding he was he was at an event recently where he was yeah. helping feed people who were were in need and he just does stuff like that a lot so anyway guy fieri gets a bad rap and he shouldn't and yeah. he's grown as a person even though his hair has stayed mostly the same right he and actually another person that we talked about off like uh, john krasinski and martha mm. stewart hosted a three million dollar potluck feast virtually to uh raise money for people uh, healthcare workers, I believe. Sorry, that's <laughs> Last awesome. Care. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and I know um, Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds have have donated a lot of money and helped coordinate a lot of efforts as well. So, like, we do see people doing doing cool stuff, and mm-hmm. you know, thanks thanks TGI Fridays. I think it all comes back to you because yeah. if you hadn't given Guy Fieri some opportunities, <laughs> things wouldn't be happening. I don't know. We should be My saying thank you to the Food broken. Network too. He's, mm, they brought us. Work. They brought us to Flavortown. You know, they did, us a you one know, way ticket. Flavortown <laughs> is not a place. It is a journey. It's a mindset. <laughs> it's a mindset. <laughs> you know, if you really practice mindfulness, you really start to <laughs> find yourself in Flavortown. Yeah, because it brings us back to our subject for the week. If you're, oh, if you're resting heart rate, 
goes down to where it should be, you too will experience Flavortown. Flavortown Nirvana. I've uh, experienced Flavortown in many ways in my life. <laughs> well, that's where I'm going to go with that. That sounded filthy. It um, was. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, sometimes you gotta go to Flavortown, and you just gotta, but you know, you gotta maintain proper social distancing. Yeah, of course. Uh, in Flavortown, so. Yeah. Apparently, in further news for Colorado, the city of Greeley, they had furloughed 85 employees from their uh, government offices. So that's really unfortunate, and we really feel you, Greeley. But, like, Weld County is one of the ones that's bucking yeah. all the, the stay-at-home stuff. They sure are. fascinating to me is yeah. I, 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 we saw something similar out of Georgia right now where Georgia and, and their governor is like pushing really hard to open everything back up. But at the same time, they're not opening up the governor's mansion or anything like that for tours. Yeah. It's not safe. Outright refusing and, it. <laughs> right. I've also, there were comments being made at today's presser with Governor Polis about Withwold County bucking a lot of the orders uh, for safer at home, not even wanting to follow those standards, you know, whether or not they would be pulling business licenses from businesses in Weld County that refused to comply. And I think that it, it was really difficult to get a straight answer out of the governor relating how they were going to deal with that. I think right. it's more right now. I think they would rather not have to take action against people. I think maybe right. that's why they don't want to say it yet. Well, and it, there's a lot of, things that would have to go into actually enforcing any of these things beyond the social contract of not wanting to harm others. And so I, I think it, yeah, it puts everybody in a bad position to actually have that part of the conversation about like, well, what are you going to do about it? It's like a bully comes up to you and says, you know, I'm going to steal your milk money now. Right. Uh, what are you going to do about it? The answer is not always punching. <laughs> right. It'll be but sometimes it's punching. Yeah. Punch bullies, punch, you know, Nazis. Punch Nazis. Always punch Nazis. Straighten it. Yeah, straighten always punch Nazis. Proverbial dick if they don't have one. It's true. But yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see in the next week how some of these counties respond to what is essentially a very similar order in the safer at home, in, in even to the extent that most counties uh, in the metro area have continued to uh, inf- not enforce necessarily, but to endorse the stay-at-home order uh again like through the eighth like i was talking about earlier douglas county which was part of the tri-county health group of i believe it's adams and arapaho and douglas make up the tri-county health yeah and they, they have they have broken off i think just effectively for this issue only to say that douglas you know reopened yesterday and i'll say i i was uh i work in douglas county and this afternoon as I was leaving work, I, I stopped at the store. I still had my mask on and um, was still following, you know, all the protocols and things like that. They still have the, the stickers on the floor to know how far people apart from each other. But I mean, it was 24 hours into, quote unquote, loosening these restrictions and people took it to mean we're just going to go back to normal. I mean, I would say anywhere between 60 and 70 percent of the shoppers did not have masks on. I saw multiple groups of people, like people with like all three of their kids in tow, which like, who knows what you're supposed to do with your kids. I mean, I get, I get that to a certain extent, you know, if you need groceries, but looking around, it just felt like, well, yeah, that's why we had to have these restrictions because all it took was a couple hours for people to be like, obviously this is not a problem anymore. So I'm not going to treat it like it's a problem and right. kind of screw everyone else. Well, I think that a lot of people think that just because there were these 
restrictions in place that it was just the government telling us what to do, but it's like, guys, the virus doesn't give a fuck about restrictions. They just, it's not how it works. It freaked me out a little to see just how much people, the second they didn't feel compelled to practice those basic social distancing things, right? Like, I mean, these aren't huge asks when you're in the store, like doing the one way down the aisle, you know, shopping so you're not running into a ton of people. Like there's stickers on the ground for that now, which I actually really liked. I thought that was a nice little way to say, hey, this is a one way aisle. And like, yeah. even though there's like no law telling you you have to go <laughs> one way down the aisle, it's like, oh, well, it oh, I should sense. be respectful. Yeah. yeah. Trying to not like be up in people's business and trying to not go out in groups if you can avoid it. Like, I don't understand why that's super difficult, difficult for most people. I right, mean, there's yeah. always going to be exceptions to a rule. There's always going to be someone who desperately needs something. But when I see somebody with a full shopping cart, who's kind of casually touching things with like their entire family in tow and they're not wearing masks and there's not really any care or concern for anything going on around them. I, I feel like those aren't the people who are the exceptions. Those aren't the people who are trying to make the best of what they have. Right, Those yeah. are people who are kind of blatantly throwing it out there that I never thought this was a problem. That sucks. <laughs> uh, last week, we had to run to um, King Supers and Target. And when we were at Target, we were trying to be quick and get through and like, get what we needed. And we walked past the, like, the the seasonal section. Mm-hmm. And there were, like, two ladies who were shopping together who kind of clearly were saying things that, like, indicated that they don't live together. Like, this one was like, oh, this would look so cute over, like, your front door or over your, like, and just, like, stuff like that. And I'm like, the orders haven't even been lifted yet and you guys are just hanging out in a Target together. Like, mm-hmm. it's just stuff like that that's just so asinine. And when we went to the King's, or I went to King's Supers, uh, husband stayed in the car, but when I went in there, I had my mask on, I was going the right way down the aisles, and there was one lady who, like, she had wipes, and she was wiping down her cart, like, all, all the right things, wearing a mask, but then she kept going the wrong way down the aisles. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> and then she kept giving dirty looks to people who weren't wearing their mask, and I'm like, okay, but you're not doing it right all the way either. <laughs> <laughs> right like, and it's, it's interesting because it's like yeah like i think there's a certain amount of you want to give people leeway to like make mistakes and to not do everything 100 percent correctly all the time but at the same time like when you see people that are just kind of being aggro about it and then still not doing everything they can do to keep people safe it's like right. well you're in your glass house brah yeah i mean it's hard because it really isn't that difficult to especially like no one's ever said that you can't go to the grocery store you know right yeah. and the fact that folks still manage to disrespect the most basic tasks that were asked of them for the sake of public health and then kind of rooting it a lot of what i see online you know is is people who are buying more and more into well the government is lying about the numbers anyway, so what does it matter? And and it's a conspiracy, and they're just trying to take your liberties, and that's the truth. And you should watch this guy on YouTube, and oh god, please don't make me watch this guy on YouTube. I do not care about what some guy on YouTube thinks. I really don't. <laughs> I mean, and, and, and again, just the reality for me comes down to, like, you're not being, like, yes, the, the act of staying at home, not going out with your friends and family, 
you know, not having people over, like, those are big things that as we get farther and farther into this, like, definitely take an emotional toll. But I think the things that people are being asked to do in public in stores is not, shouldn't be that big of a problem. It shouldn't be and such it, a, it, yeah, a fight. Yeah, to to not do it and to blatantly go against it, as, as I've seen, you know, in the last day or so, more prominently than in the last few weeks. I mean, it just is solely disrespect at that point. There's yeah, they just, just nothing else to call it. Yeah, and they feel like they're being pressed. And a certain blonde CNN host today, she tweeted, these quarantine social restrictions are starting to feel more and more like slavery. Uh, she Oof. quickly deleted it. Or not CNN, I'm so sorry. A blonde Fox newscaster, not CNN. I apologize. But the, the yeah, she won't name her name because I don't want to give her more attention than she deserves. She Yeah, she quickly deleted it. Uh, she still put it out there and people still got screen right. gaps of it so <laughs> oh yeah i mean just the the sheer audacity and lack of care for other human beings that's put on display right now right. is just fascinating to me i mean we see what happens when people are being put together in these big groups right like we've all heard the stories about people that went to a church service or went to a wedding or a funeral a couple weeks ago and like you know x amount of people from that event got sick i mean we've seen what's happening in nursing homes and we even have a report by a nine news that in the sterling correctional facility 238 inmates as of today have tested positive that is like half of that facility's population and i believe from another report that i don't have in front of me there were some staff as well that were infected several of those inmates were hospitalized and we heard similar reports out of New York at Rikers Island a couple of weeks ago that the, the, the conditions were so unsafe because people were so squished together in, in this environment that it's increasing the risk and likelihood, not only of infection, but of, you know, the lack of access to actual treatment, which is going to lead to a body count. And like that just, we know, we know for a fact, even if you don't buy into what the numbers that are being reported on, um, at these press conferences and things like that are telling you, like, understand that there are people suffering and it tends to happen more drastically when they're in big groups. So, like, why would you actively participate in that? Exactly. And it also seems to happen more with disenfranchised groups, which obviously Caitlin and I are both two white women. I don't, actually, it's a podcast. You guys don't know that. But for those of us, I mean, I think I think people know they probably caught on. (laughs) Um, But we we are who we are. We are who we are. We coming. We're saying this coming from a place of privilege, and we completely acknowledge that. However, the science is showing that a lot of those disenfranchised communities that are made up particularly of brown and black people are not able to get the treatment that they need, and a lot of the times they aren't being believed in what is going on with them, which happens outside of a pandemic anyway. Uh, so many right. people that, of color, especially black people, don't go to the doctor because they don't trust the doctors because anytime they have tried to go to a doctor with a serious issue, they're told that it's just an exaggeration. Like the 30-year-old teacher from the Bronx, I believe, that just passed away, uh, she passed away yesterday afternoon and she was denied treatment for coronavirus. She was trying to test for the coronavirus twice. Yeah. She called 911 at one point yeah. because she was having a hard time breathing. Yeah. And they told her it was just a panic attack. And then now she's passed away and at only 30 years old. And that's really incredibly heartbreaking that 
I mean, that goes into a whole other spectrum of conversation, but that that is continually happening still, especially in a pandemic. But it just hurts. Yeah. <laughs> well, and there's, I mean, there's there's some data out there, you know, nationwide about the folks being affected, and and we're, you know, it's not surprising to see that disproportionately that is happening with communities that are just impacted by racism and systemic disenfranchisement i mean that's just it fucking sucks yeah you know hearing the story about like the i believe it was the 27 year old grocery worker who you know went to to work for the last week and you know their family got a check that was like 30 dollars or something Jesus. because they weren't given gloves they weren't given masks yeah i mean it, it's just it's it's shocking and it it shouldn't be surprising because very little has been done to change those broken systems but what we see is again anything that ends with a body count is just not where you want that to land and exactly yeah well i'm really upset because well for many reasons (laughs) that's a whole other subject the Walmart that was by my old house mm-hmm. apparently has had a massive incline of cases found of their their employees. Uh, three of which. Oh, I or, read about this. Yeah, one of which uh, she actually passed away. Her husband passed away, and a security guard passed away too. So it and like several in, other members of her family are now sick and in the hospital. Yeah, exactly, and several several of the employees in the Walmart too. Yeah, and. They didn't tell anyone. They didn't shut down the store way earlier. And now, again, people are dead. And one thing that's interesting to note about proponents of, quote, opening economies and opening states, again, also, the the economy that they're referring to is not the, the economy of, like, labor that people do outside of a work environment, which I think is important to note. That labor doesn't seem to count. Just labor that results in in providing an influx of cash to people who have already lots of cash. That's that's what we're talking about. But you know the the thing that happens when you quote open up these states again is that a refusal to come to work in unsafe work conditions is no longer something that you can say. Well, the state is saying you shouldn't even be open. You can translate that now to, well, this is a voluntary termination. This is someone agreeing to not come into work and we shouldn't have to pay them unemployment, shouldn't have to pay them any kind of severance because they're just agreeing to not come into work now. And those are the kind of things we're starting to see happen kind of across the board because now at May 1st, folks who own properties are going to want their money. From leaseholders, you know, who own small businesses that we were told were so important um, as the backbone of the reason that we were opening all of these things back up, right? Rent's going to be due. There's nothing to fall back on that, you know, oh, we couldn't even be open. Yes, you could. As of the 27th, yes, you could be open. And trying to navigate that from a place of empathy, I just don't see it happening. I think it's right. going to it's gonna cause more mayhem than if we had just kept the majority of things closed through the end of the month. Exactly. And it's like, I don't know how these companies expect that their leaseholders pay rent uh, with only being open for three days, but they are going to. That's the unfortunate truth. Mm -hmm. 
It sucks so much, but... And that's the problem with people wanting things to get back to quote-unquote normal is because we don't know what normal is anymore because our system got really uprooted. And instead of caring about other people, they just want to go back to this level of comfort, whatever that may be. Which I understand, but... Sure. I mean, everyone wants there to be a sense of normalcy to their lives right now. I mean, I was even reading something that, (laughs) funnily enough, podcast listens are down because fewer people are commuting. Oh. And that's when a lot of people listen to podcasts. So that's fine. Uh, We've got a dedicated listenership of uh, our families. Thanks, fam. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, fam. But, you know, even things like the outlets at Castle Rock reopening and even having an idea of what that's going to look like, I just can't imagine. Those stores are not set up to be six feet apart. They're set up for right. you to go in there and touch things so that you want to buy them. <laughs> and I and browsing and hanging out, and I just don't, I don't get it. I, right. I really well, that, don't see the, the worth to the risk at that point. Well, that and they still did the NFL draft, because apparently that's still going to be a thing this year. I don't. They did, yeah. They haven't started any kind of summer training, though. So I, I I'm not a sports ball (laughs) person per se. I like, I like NCAA basketball. uh, Was gutted at the uh, the lack of the tourney this year, and baseball's pretty cool. Bye, baseball. Yeah, Mm -hmm. football. I don't understand. Yeah, baseball's definitely not happening, right? Like that's not a you know. And somebody somebody posted earlier today. You know, the Nationals won the World Series so good (laughs) that. We just don't have to do it this year. We can just call it off. It's yeah. fine. The Nationals did amazing, sweetie, and it's okay. <laughs> and I love this journey for you, Nationals. You just need to take a break and do be, some self-care. The Nationals are going to lead <laughs> everybody in doing some self-care um, over this extended break. Because, I mean, that basically means that they won two years in a row, right? Like, that's what that that's how it works. Is that they were effectively the champions for two years. Which That's like, what Queen said in that song. We are the champions for two years. <laughs> that is. Uh, and, you know, my, my queer history may be betraying me at this point. but <laughs> <laughs> Just believe me. I'm, edited I get movie. it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, God bless them. The Nationals are going to remain the champions unless they actually somehow do a baseball this year, which well. I just... I, I would love a baseball, but I, I don't want a baseball. You know I would love a baseball. I'd been I'd been holding onto the pipe dream for a few months that some of the 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 can, uh, concerts that I had bought tickets for in advance will be rebooked, and then I had a long hard think with myself in my uh, my migraine bed this weekend, and I was like, I want my money back because <laughs> at what point am I going to feel okay going to a giant stadium full of thousands of people? Yep, exactly. <laughs> and so I uh, I made my husband sit on hold to get some of those back. Oh, good I didn't for do it myself. I yeah. know. He's very... He's a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> I made him do that. Uh, we still don't have all of them back, actually. There's still so many people trying to get refunds on things. And well, Especially I know with Ticketmeister flights... being so shitty. Yeah, the, thankfully we didn't have to deal with Ticketmaster, but Good. we were dealing with like a smaller local venue in um, another city. So it's just, it's not like we can go there and deal with right. someone. It's not like, yeah. So you're just sitting on hold while you and like a thousand other people that are trying to get their money back for whatever right. is canceled um, well into the summer and fall. It's like, oh God, like I've made a huge mistake trying to deal with this at all. But 
actually there there's been talk that there might be a class action lawsuit against some of the airlines um because and i experienced this myself um if you try to refund airline tickets for most of the airlines right now they will not give you your money back they will give you a voucher southwest is actually pretty good because they extended it to 24 months that you can use it as opposed to 12 but apparently there there's talk if not already enacted um, a class action lawsuit that's going to try and address that because people are just not getting their money right which is just not and fair in any no. way right because i mean under normal circumstances sure whatever i'll take my couple hundred dollars you know that i had planned for my family to to travel this summer that we just won't get back and it's just sitting in southwest's virtual e-space of nothingness right well don't you know until there's I decide airlines that, are struggling yeah, yeah until i decide i want to go somewhere you know apparently if, if you do fly somewhere right now there's a good chance that you have a flight with like you and four other people like well it's kind i don't of, know if you saw yeah. the video on twitter but there was a woman who was on the flight and were complaining about how many people were on the flight but there was a united airlines uh flight that was packed Mm. And it was so booked that they said, we cannot social distance. Sorry, guys. Mm. Yeah. That's frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the kind of thing, too, because, like, a lot of flights have been canceled because of such low ridership. So I guess they're probably trying to crowd people onto the flights they do have moving, which is resulting probably in those kind of situations. I think I did see that picture earlier this weekend, and I didn't realize it was from this week. Yeah, yeah, it was from this week, unfortunately. So it's just like... A lot of people were giving the woman shit because she was on the flight, but it's like, you don't know why she was on the flight. There could be a reason that is justifiable during this time that she's on a flight. Right. Yeah. But Who knows? she also has a point. Like, the flight should not have been that booked. Yeah. United should have I tried. Mean, there's, tried. There's every reason to not have flights booked that way. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> Everything sucks, and we should talk about things that don't suck. Yeah. Things that don't suck. I liked that Brad Pitt was on SNL this week playing Dr. Fauci. Yeah, who loved his portrayal. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm sure he did because yeah. it was it was a classy little moment. I liked it a lot. And let's see. Brad Pitt was also on John Krasinski's YouTube show this weekend, the the Some Good News show. That show is and so cute. He, read the, he 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 helped with the weather. He looked out oh. his window and he was like it's nice out. And I, I enjoyed that as well. That's so cute. That is that is a nice thing. I mean, it's like it's kind of goofy and cheesy, but I I have been enjoying the John Krasinski some good news. Yeah. Another nice thing that I've noticed around the neighborhood and that they have actually started reporting locally on is uh, a lot of people are putting out congratulation signs for the high school and college graduates of 2020. That's so nice. In their yards. Yeah. I know. Even if they don't like, I saw one. I was dra- cutting through a neighborhood to get to King Supers, and I saw one. It's like. I don't have kids, but I still want to tell you congratulations. And it's like, that's sweet. Like, they care that's enough. It's just so nice. Yeah. It's well, just I mean, like, I know I've got a, I've got a cousin who um, is not going to be able to attend their graduation in a couple weeks because of all of this. And, like, I think at this point, most people have come to terms with the fact that it's not happening. But as you get closer and closer to the day, it starts to Sucks drag up more. some... It drags up big feelings, big moods, as the kids say. Do the kids still say that? I don't I don't know if they still say that. I don't know. Sometimes it be like that. It do be like that. (laughs) That is I say that as a mental health care professional. That is some DBT radical acceptance. (laughs) That that in fact sometimes it be like that. Yeah, and it's 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 hard to accept that it be like that sometimes because we, we have no 
perspective right now for when it be like this. Exactly. And I think and it's, now it's, it is it's like okay. This. Yeah, it's okay to understand that that is how it not be. your normal. And, but, and how it be, but also understanding how your how your body and your mind react to how it be. Exactly. And accepting that, that that's okay too. You know, obviously not to, to act out and hurt other people with that feeling and that information, but to to feel it for what it is and to understand that you're not feeling anything crazy by being upset by all the little things that you're missing right now. Yeah. And I think that brings us to a nice little segue of what our segment is today. Today we're talking about quarantine self-care. One of the most important ones for me has been mindfulness. So especially given my circumstance on Friday where unfortunately I lost my job during a Zoom call meeting with uh, the 10 other people that Oof. also lost their job. I've had to really check in on myself and my mindfulness and my mental health. Um, and there are different ways you can do that. And um, Caitlin, since you're kind of the pro on this subject with mental health, healthiness, it, compared to me versus you, you're definitely way more. There, there fancy are papers of paper that are on my office wall that yeah. tell me I am certified to do things to related things. To, to, <laughs> to feelings words. Yeah, so I'll let you take the feelings words wheel. <laughs> I mean, as far as feelings words go, like I said, you know, it's okay to feel like this isn't normal and to be upset and to to own those feelings and to validate them and to understand that other people are going through what you're going through right now. I think one of the most helpful things people can do for themselves right now is, you know, taking part in mindfulness activities, which can encompass a lot of different things. I mean, that could be yoga, that could be meditation, that could be coloring, it could be cross-stitching, it could be creating something, it, whatever that looks like for you that helps to ground you and to provide you an outlet away from something that we know isn't normal. You know, whether that's something that makes you feel normal or makes you feel productive or whatever that looks like, finding what that is for you. There's some tools you can try. There's some apps that I have downloaded on my phone for quick uh, meditations and there's some good guided meditations on apps like Calm and Headspace. They do really push hard that you buy into their subscription model, which has gotten more prominent over the years. Um, I know a Calm in particular has had a variety of celebrities read some of their guided meditations, which is actually really cool. But, you know, obviously well, they had Nick Offerman, paid, I think. So. Nick Offerman <laughs> did one cool. of them on Calm. I, I was just looking at it earlier and there were some really, really cool ones. You know, I was like, yeah, sure. I'd, I'd pay for like a month of listening to like celebrities tell me some of these guided yeah. meditations. That's great. But, you know, obviously you don't have to. And the thing I like about Headspace, because Calm feels very sleek and very modern. Calm, the entire UI is like designed around feeling soothing um and not just soothing in that like super new agey kind of way it's like the animations are very fluid and they yeah. feel like taking breaths and centering yourself in the moment um that you're in which is why you're using the app so like it's just very intuitive in that way and i just think it's very charming yeah um, but again they do they do push really hard that you <laughs> buy into the subscription model so again like feel free to play around you don't even have to do the seven day trial to get some of the free content. So you can usually X out of whatever window they're trying to force you to do that. I use stop, breathe, stop, breathe, think, which they can be a little pushy with their stuff too. But uh, I found that it's 
for me, it's the least distracting. I don't know why. I've tried Calm and Headspace, and I don't know why, but I get distracted when I'm trying to meditate on them. But for Stop, Rethink, they it's purely, like, tuned mindfulness sessions, so meditation, where, like, you actually do a check-in with yourself for, like, five seconds, ten seconds, however long you need to see, like, what's going on, and then they actually they make you fill out a little survey before each session, and then they give you suggestions for what to meditate on, which I think is really cool. Uh, so you can be like, yeah, today, uh, like, physically I feel fine, but I'm really stressed out. They can say, well, here. Or there's the one that I always do. It's on my constant streak list because I do it almost, like, every night. It's um, their sleeping one. Mm. And it helps with migraines because anytime yeah. I have a bad migraine, it just, like, even just thinking about the meditation, because you can repeat the same one, even just thinking about it, like, relaxes me. So, yeah, I mean, that ties in really well with things, actual techniques, you know, like progressive muscle relaxation, which is in its own way, kind of a guided meditation, because you're you're tensing up muscle groups in your body and then releasing them and doing it in a very intentional way. And they are, they are, like you said, they're replicable at home. You don't have to be using an app to do some of these things, but it's nice to have them as a little jump start into something that's a good habit for yourself that really meditation has like no downsides. Right, exactly. Because the, the worst, the worst that can happen to you is that you feel bored. Right. <laughs> um, you're not going to, you know, I, 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 I Or you fall asleep enjoy... with what you're doing the meditation for. <laughs> right. And I, I do enjoy like looking up on YouTube, you know, some uh, yoga videos and things like that, like Pilates videos. And like, those are all well and good, but those always come with the caveat that if you are, you know, at risk for any kind of medical condition, those are things that would be counterindicated. So right. you know, meditation <laughs> is one of those ones that really there's zero downsides to trying it um, as opposed to something that's a little more physical or that might actually actively have you confronting your mental health in a way that's a little more aggressive. Yeah. Like actually, you know, doing something like like Talkspace or one of those call-in or Skype uh, right. therapy apps. I mean, those are all great things to have as options for you. But just knowing that they're available is, is helpful. Yeah. And, you know, you can choose the level of intrusiveness you want to take with your mindfulness activities. Right, because exactly. mindfulness can be a truly, it can, it can be kind of a, a shaky thing to get into, to really confront yourself. And knowing that right now, you know, just like we talked about a couple weeks ago, you don't have to sit there and write King Lear while all <laughs> this is going on. You don't have to expect yourself to be that productive. And that if you're not productive, you're not valuable. You know, no one's expecting you to uproot you know, years of trauma or anything that may have be, you know, been something that affected you, you know, just making sure that you're okay today with what you're doing, I think is more important than trying to make huge changes right now. So I just want to make sure that I give that caveat to kind of that self-exploration that comes along with mindfulness. Yeah, exactly. And especially, and we've said this a lot over the episodes, but this is such a unique time. We don't want to sit here and condone that you make a giant life change during this like please please don't make a and, giant and life change then don't God. tell us we made you do it because then i would feel really bad um <laughs> <laughs> because it's it's tough for everyone another app that i've been using to help like keep it's it's a mood diary and happiness tracker so it's kind of like they call it a simple micro diary on its description it's called dalio 
you can set mm. different goals and like you can check in, make sure you got things done for your day. Um, one of the things that you know get a little personal here, um, I really struggle with when when my depression is really bad is uh, dental hygiene. I can be really bad at my dental hygiene when I've got really bad depression. I don't know why. It's just something that I've always had as a crutch. Uh, however, this app, you can actually check, like, you can set that kind of stuff as a goal so for your nice. day. So that way you're keeping yourself accountable and you're keeping that in your headspace. Like, this is the, like, because you get, like, a little sticker or whatever. Like, there's a little, yay, you did your goal for the day. Like, when you hit your so many days in a row of your goal, you get, like, another sticker. So... It helps well, I think it's important that you bring up what a good goal is in this time. Yeah. Because when you're thinking therapeutically about goals, you want to look at your short-term goals, your long-term goals, but you also want those goals to have meaning and be achievable and measurable in a way that they they actually have a positive impact and you're not just chasing something that you can't ever really achieve. Right. Because that's the kind of thing that's going to send you down a rabbit hole you can't get out of and is actually going to be counterintuitive to making you feel better and productive and more at peace with yourself. It's going to actually cause you more anxiety to have this goal that you can't meet that no one could ever meet. Right. As wonderful as it would be to for all of us to become influencers online, don't force yourself to do it because that's yeah. not a healthy goal necessarily to have. It's great to put prod like what we're doing, putting out a creative project. That's wonderful, but don't sit there thinking you have to like do that kind of stuff. I mean, yeah, you know, use use the podcast as as something that we work on together that is is eminently achievable. Yeah, you know, it requires a couple hours of our time a week. We have to come up with a topic and and talk about it before we go on mic we have to make sure that there's you know social media stuff that we're talking about how do we get the word out to people that we've created a thing but like at the end of the week the only real thing that we have to do every week is talk into a microphone and hit record and like remember to hit record post it and and post it (laughs) luckily we haven't run into that yet knock on wood oh dear god i would (laughs) I would cry. That almost uh, but, happened know, last really... week. I thought I didn't save it, but I did. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But and in reality, like you know, talking to him, talking on mic for for about an hour a week. I mean, that's eminently doable. It's yeah. measurable. It's it's you know something that's achievable. And it makes us feel better. I, I mean, and to it, speak for myself, it, it, it makes accomplishes me feel its goal. Yeah, yeah. It gives my it gives my mental health a little boost because. I get to, like, be on a video chat with one of my best friends and still see her, like, once a week at least. I mean, we see each other almost every day, but regardless, we get to, like, actually talk to each other in a way that we would normally talk. I mean, we're a little bit more well-constructed. Not, <laughs> not just literally over the fence at each other like we did earlier right. today. Right, yeah. Just shouting and, and ah. I lifting my kid and you lifting your dog and being like, look at this! <laughs> look at that! Does, Doggy Wolf does this Does this make you happy? Is this what... Look at uh, it. Is this serotonin? <laughs> and then, uh, is this is this serotonin? Is this? <laughs> I did the butterfly meme. Nobody can see it, but Caitlin. But I know no. it's appreciated. Uh, I love the butterfly meme. It makes me so happy. But yeah, I mean that's that's the kind of thing is like making sure that the things you know, if you choose to have these things that you're telling yourself, you know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. You know, I'm going to be the kind of person who does these things. Right. You know, don't set yourself up for failure either because no Yeah. One, and burnout. Nobody nobody need that. 
I like really got burnt out after the first week or two because uh, I had just come off of a staycation and then I was at work for a day and then I was back into quarantine uh, or mm-hmm. two days and then I was into doctors go and put me into like quarantine a week early. So for me, I was still kind of in that mindset when I like first started to stay at home of like, okay, well, now I can get stuff done and like. I started painting my craft room, and I started gardening, and I started doing all of these things. And then I hit a wall, and I never, mm-hmm. I still have one one corner of my, I have like half a wall left to paint my cat craft room. Don't know when I'm going to do it, because I just like, eh. <laughs> I like lost yeah. motivation, and just like stuff like that. You don't have to do that. Uh, like, if you, if you, obviously there's going to be temptation to do that kind of stuff, but. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, it's been kind of nice that most of the hardware stores that are open are during doing curbside delivery yeah. for things like paint, which I know, like, there are lots of essential things you can get at uh, hardware stores, which is why they're open. But the reality of what a lot of people are doing, myself, you know, and, and you included, I had already bought some paint, I think, right, a yeah. or two before, because uh, I also painted a room in this quarantine. Where, yeah, you're still getting your house settled, too. We've only been there a little bit, so that's fair. Yeah, I've I've only lived there, like, a year, so, I mean, obviously, I'm still doing tons of stuff. But, you know, <laughs> it's interesting, like, there's still ways to facilitate our own desire to do these things and have these little mini projects that, you know, you may or may not get them all done right now, and that's okay. Um, I ordered some closet organization stuff that is currently sitting on the floor in my bedroom and has been for a week, which makes my husband very annoyed, but he can suck an egg on that one because it's... Thanks, Producer Ryan. Yeah, thanks, Producer Ryan. (laughs) It's still sitting on the floor, and it'll get done. I mean, it'll get done eventually. Yeah. But I'm not gonna hold myself and stress myself out to find this pressure to do something that's not you know it's 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 okay yeah it's it's okay to not do these things all at once exactly there's a one more app i want to really quick put on there and this is actually hopefully going to be beneficial for you which i haven't had a chance to tell you about it yet because migraine migraines are new to you but um there's actually an app called migraine buddy that if you are a migraine sufferer, you can use it to track triggers for attack, what gives you relief, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's one of my favorite apps to use, especially when I'm not feeling well. I've had a few migraines during quarantine, and when you're already not doing anything, it's kind of hard to figure out what else to do from there. But there's a lot of apps like that out there for self, like health-related stuff, which I think would be and like the uh, tracking. Exactly, since we can't do necessarily regular doctor's appointments right now. I know that mm-hmm. my cystic fibrosis clinic, we actually had to cancel my um, check-in appointment or check-up appointment because they are a lung hospital. Um, <laughs> so they are they're still preoccupied with more important things. So uh, it's able it's able to keep you accountable and also keep you healthy enough, like a good standard, like a good healthy version of yourself during this stuff. Because it's hard yeah. to be healthy during this, but if the tools are out there, you might as well look into them and see if they help you out. Absolutely. It's good shit. <laughs> Sorry, I just looked at how long we've been recording. <laughs> We're uh, a hot mess. It's okay. So this week's um, a, this week's a little fun. Sorry, guys. It's a little fun. <laughs> it's just a little loose. Just a little yeah. loose. We're just having a chill self-care podcast day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... 
honestly, like my my big goals for myself for self care going into the next week, you know, definitely using those meditation apps a little more. Um, may even pony up for one of the subscriptions. I won't pony up for both because they can fight for my uh, dollars at this point. Yeah, and you know, getting back into, I, I actually have a Ring Fit that I started using a couple weeks ago. We got it for Christmas, so we didn't buy it in the big rush of people trying to buy Ring Fits uh, when this all started. But that's a super fun way to just stay active inside your home. For someone like me who is not super invested in the idea of like going on walks and like trying to avoid joggers and things like that, I that gives me anxiety, so I'm not going to do it. <laughs> um, but I can look real stupid in the comfort of my own home. Oh hell yeah! And Ring Fit is fun because it's basically a JRPG that like is full of annoying characters that you then have to use exercise to thwart. <laughs> and uh, it, it's got like a biofeedback like ring thing that you actually have to manipulate in order to play the game and it can like tell when you're squatting and it can tell when you're like jogging in place that's it's, awesome like, terrible. <laughs> and just terrible and fun at the same time <laughs> and so probably need to start getting back into that because honestly like i love bread as much as everyone else and we've talked on this podcast before about how much we love to make food and eat food and how amazing food is <sighs> great um, great food is great cake is great Rosé yeah, we is gotta, great. <laughs> we've had a lot of... I am stone cold sober right now, which is a I am too. given how slow my brain's moving. But really, it it's starting to become a thing that I need to like move my body more in order to feel better. And now that this migraine has mostly passed, um, I'm going to... That's my little goal for the week is to, to do ring fit like at least twice before the end of the week. Right. Yeah. Brandon and I uh, actually had a nice long chat with one of our friends who was in Florida today. Shout out to Mackenzie. I love you. <laughs> but uh, she and her boyfriend are very serious as far as their physical health goes. Her boyfriend's actually a stuntman at uh, a theme park in Florida. I will not say what one because I don't know if I'm allowed to, but whatever. And uh, we we all we're talking about like how to eat properly and what you can do and like quarantine and stuff because they're both gym meds and as we said in the podcast earlier caitlin and i like before everything happened we were in a pretty decent rhythm of going to the gym like two or three times a week and like making sure to we're on a whole 30 and all <laughs> and all this stuff oh, um, yeah. so it was nice to have that conversation with somebody who is like at a higher level than i am so they like it's almost worse for them but they were able to give us tips still on how to like get get back into fitness mode at home. And Vasa and a bunch of other uh, gyms actually are offering a lot of virtual classes and videos right now, which I think is really cool, um, especially because a, a lot of them have temporarily suspended payments for membership. Like um, I kind of uh, put a hold on mine a, a couple days before they actually released the news that they were going to, but they released the news like in the middle of the beginning of everything happening like nice. we're gonna pause memberships because we have to be closed anyway so why are we charging you money so <laughs> i've been able to nice. save a little money that way but they're still trying to help their people out and my personal trainer at the gym has actually been reaching out every couple of weeks like hey how you doing just want to make sure you're doing okay and i've told them i'm like nice not doing great but i'm getting stuff done <laughs> and i'm okay i'm here right. <laughs> I want to, yeah, I miss the Vasa cinema or cinema room. I keep wanting to give up the cinnamon room, but it's the cinema room. Well, you sit on your butt, your bun. You sit on your bun. 
and the cinnamon. You are on your your cinnamon buns in that room doing the uh, well. We do because we do the bikes. Hell yeah! <laughs> uh, there are there are treadmills and ellipticals in there where you stairs. can't put your cinnamon buns on things. I don't like fake stairs. It's stupid. I don't even like real stairs. Why would I want to be hate, on fake stairs? I hate real stairs. Sage, don't you put me back on? Don't put me on stairs when I get back. If you're listening, Sage, don't do it. <laughs> yes, Sage. How dare. Encourage him. How dare he help me get healthy? Calling out Sage. That's my traitor. Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> eh. He sounds like a stand-up dude. He's really awesome. And then he makes... He stands up and then he makes you squat again and then he <sighs> makes you, like, throw a kettlebell and it's a whole thing. He did that nightmare um, exercise. You know how in, when you're having that nightmare that you're trying to run away from something but you're moving, like, slow motion? Uh-huh. He somehow made that into an exercise and I hate him. My god. He puts a band around your waist and he holds the band and you have to run. That sounds terrible. It was. I only I <laughs> I <sighs> sounds, sounds physically painful. Yes, I respect him. He did the thing, I did the thing. I hated him for like two seconds. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, no, that's that's awesome. I mean, it'll be nice to again, like with these small goals, you know, yeah. trying to find ways to incorporate some of these healthier things back into our lifestyle. Because again, yeah. we're like, well, like six weeks into this nonsense, and you know, there's a certain amount of yes, life is odd and it's different, but something that is helpful for me and I think is helpful for you as well, Trisha, is you know, finding those things that feel normal to try and do what we can and try and stay on schedules as yeah. much as we can in order to just reinforce that feeling of normalcy. Exactly. And even just like something as simple, if you can't get up and do exercises for whatever reason, it's okay if you can't. Not any yeah. coming any not coming at you. But if you can't and you can not at least Benigans. do some we're not Benigans. We're not going to come at you, Benigans. But even stretching, like, I've noticed if I even just sit there and, like, get up and do my, like, stretching, my dynamic stretching first thing in the morning, which dynamic and static are different things. Um, static stretching is just basic stretching, like, you know, over the arm, over arms over the head, etc. Dynamic stretching is the kind of stretching that you do to actually tell your muscles that you're doing stuff. So, like, that you're going to be doing a workout or... Like, I try to do some dynamic stretching if I'm doing any moving or if I'm out in the garden. I try to, too, because, like, like you know, Caitlin, my my garden is a trash can. So I have to get I have to squat to get to parts it's of a, it. It's a fancy trash can. It's a fancy trash can? And it's not it's, fancy trash can. You know, can. you could say it's a living trash can. Uh, you could also say that about me, but, you know. <laughs> that was where a, I'm at. That was... That doesn't help our self-care case. Oh. <laughs> so what else have you been doing as far as self-care? Have you been taking care of your face or anything? You know what? The the thing about wearing surgical masks all the goddamn time for work and when you're out of the house is that yeah. then your skin starts to betray you. It does. Because it becomes like a swamp under that mask. Yeah, it is. Your own humidity from your face. And God forbid you have like bad breath that day because like you'll just smell it. And uh, especially with the the like surgical masks, the paper yeah. ones, like, like that have like the layer of, I don't know if it's like like foam layer on some of them. You see that like, and it's got, like a chemical smell to it. So like on top of that, if your breath is a little wonky, it just it's it's a 
it's a cornucopia of sad things in your olfactory senses, and it's just a whole thing, and I hate it. Right. But as a result, like, I've actually had some bad breakouts, like, on my chin, and I'm not a teenager, like, this shouldn't be happening. So I, I know I've been using some of my backlog of face masks that I have in the house. I have a, a lush face scrub called Cupo Coffee that is quite helpful, but... There's only so many times a week I want to use that because it's actually got coffee grounds in it and I don't want to over exfoliate. Yep. But uh, that's been helpful and just, you know, kind of trying to mattify my skin because like right now with all the crap that's on it, like I'm wearing my glasses instead of my contacts because I don't want to touch my eyes so much and wearing the mask, I end up with pretty kind of oily skin as a result. So I've been trying to just keep it mattified. Yeah, like hair, hair care as well has been... A little difficult right now. I get it. Well, especially with you wearing a mask. And those of us who have had to wear masks and glasses. Oh, um, that sucks. Yeah, the pin- double pinch on your nose. Uh, it, for me, it causes more friction and then more oil buildup right mm-hmm. on my bridge of my nose. And I've had a lot more breakouts right there. Absolutely. That sucks. Um, <laughs> I luckily, <laughs> well, luckily and unluckily with the CF stuff, I... I have to wear a mask every time I'm in a hospital just because I have droplets issues. I could get other people sick. Typically mm-hmm. it's people with CF or people that are on chemo. So neuro, neuro healthy people, typically healthy people don't have to worry about it. But I had to learn early on how to navigate glasses and masks and smiling with a mask and all that fun stuff. That was Yeah, funny. trying to smize with your mask because I have that thing that white people do where... You smile at someone as you, like, see them in the hallway or whatever. You don't necessarily, like, stop to chat with everybody. But, like, you you make the eye contact. It's like the I acknowledge you. Yeah. And you acknowledge me. And it's very hard to do behind a mask. Yep. And there's been times, especially in meetings, where we've been trying to keep our meetings to as few people as possible in, in the rooms where we meet. And sometimes it's really hard to gauge the reaction you're getting to something you're saying behind a mask. And so it's actually forced... Uh, my coworkers and I, I think, be a little more open with what we think about things, <laughs> like verbally, right? Because you can't just like make a face, and you can't just, or you have to be really exaggerated about it. Like you have to like tilt your entire head sideways right. to like, indicate that like you're confused. And so it's easier to just say what you think, which yeah. is an interesting way of learning how to communicate behind those masks, right? Yeah, which I think we could all benefit from an additional tra- training on how to. Communicate. Kate, and it's just a weird circumstance that we're in right now that we have to do that. Right. <laughs> but I also have to clarify for the guests, I was writing out a little list of notes, too, because we like to have little bullet points of what we're talking about, and I had to make sure when I was typing it to not put, like, face masks instead of, I put facial collections instead, because I was like, face masks? What are the pros and cons of face masks at home? Like, I caught myself getting confused. I'm <laughs> like, oh, oh face God. masks. <laughs> Which... When I was uh, unpacking... Face off. Face off. Nick Cage. John Travolta's. John Travolta's. Uh, when I was unpacking, I found out that I have quite a collection of uh, masks, and I've been trying to go through them, um, which is great because I have them, but also I'm like, by the time this is over, I won't have any. <laughs> right? And I've been thinking about that, actually. And I, I go through masks so slowly that I don't right. think it's going to be a problem, but... Yeah, <laughs> I've been using them more because my skin is so messed up from using the masks more. So right. 
It'll be interesting, especially as we get into the summer and like it starts to get warmer and then we start to get kind of oilier. Sweaty. And it'll be, at least we're not going to be like dry as hell like in, in the Colorado winters. Hopefully so. Yeah. We we'll literally see. had snow like last week. So I just. I know. And it was raining a lot this week even. too. Yeah. I think the barometric pressure shifts have been a uh, part of what was not helpful for my, my current state of my brain space. Oh yeah. That always triggers migraines for me. Absolutely. Which is one thing that an app could help you with, too, because it asks about the weather. But, yeah. That's true. I'll send you. I'll, we'll put all the links up later on of what we talked about today. But, yeah. Yeah, no, Trisha, thank you for, for managing all of that for that aspect of our social media. And, again, um, thanks, as always, to producer Ryan for putting up with our nonsense, and especially as we deliver him a late episode. Very late, um, very long. We definitely <laughs> won't blame him for if it's later than we normally get an episode out it will Absolutely be not. no never uh can't imagine why i would have any incentive to do that what could possibly go wrong what could possibly he also does our graphics as well so if you enjoy our graphics you have him to thank yeah you know for the next week take care of yourselves try to do some mindfulness things maybe check out some of the apps we talked about or don't whatever <laughs> makes you happy but um you know, again, keep keep an eye on the things that are going on around you. Feel the things you feel, but don't feel forced to write King Lear because, frankly, King Lear is kind of a boring-ass play. So you don't have to write King Lear. You can write something else. You're, you can not write oh, anything yeah. at all. Be safe. Have a good week. And we will see you from our sides of the fence.